0: Welcome to step up to the microphone. It's a great day to be alive. Are you prepared for battle? Do you remember the saying that our grandparents told us and our parents? That they went to school uphill both ways in the snow? Well, we're going up into battle both ways in the snow. Bullets flying by, landmines, missiles, RPGs, all coming at us in the spiritual realm. And, are you prepared for it? Or are you sitting there getting blindsided? That's something we have to look at today. We gotta to look at what's going on in a bizarro world like normal, and make sure that we are prepared for battle. That we are not being blindsided by the enemy and falling into his trap. So, are you ready for the uphill battle? Are you prepared to go to war? Are you ready for this thing to go down? If so, let's roll. We are in a precarious time in our civilization. We don't know if it's gonna survive. We don't know what's gonna happen with it. We hear both sides telling their view, and we're stuck in the middle. We're in an uphill battle with everything being lobbed at us and fired at us, and we need to gather together and unite. It's time to let them know that we don't care what they think that we are going to unite as one and fight together, work together, love each other. We're tired of being split apart by the ways they do it. So let's get into some bizarro world news and prepare for this uphill battle. So here we go back in bizarro world. Twelve attorney generals, state attorney generals, write letter to Big Tech asking them to suppress Americans with the wrong viewpoint. What's the wrong viewpoint? That's my question. They want us to fall in line like little sheep, take their little vaccine, wear their little mask and submit. Submit to evil. It's not going to happen. We're waking up. We don't want their great reset. We want their great awakening. So. Let's get into this article. Let's see what they have to say. A dozen Democratic attorneys generals from across the country sent a letter addressed to Twitter CEO, Jack Dorsey, and Facebook CEO, Mark Zuckerbuck, this week asking them to silence Americans who are critical of the coronavirus vaccine on social media. Well, that's a problem, because we're seeing what's happening with this virus, this vaccine. Yes, we need to be critical of it. We should not trust anything the government does. But let's get back into this. A plurality of conservatives and moderates are are now calling for less regulation of free speech and for an end to the suppression of voices that challenge woke orthodoxies and science which Democrats would like to consider settled. On the other hand, powerful Democrats are ordering more assaults on the First Amendment rights of Americans online. Do you see the problem here? Really? Do you? I see it point blank. We want the truth and we're waking up and demanding it and they don't like it. They don't like that we're waking up. So they need to suppress us and they'll use any means necessary to do it. This is why I say get rid of Twitter. Get rid of Facebook. Make them go the way of the dodo bird, extinct. We don't need their hate anymore. We can find alternate social media. Heck, I wouldn't even use Parler anymore because they're in on all of this. I wouldn't use half of these social media places. I'd find the ones we could trust like Telegram. But let's get back into this. A letter with a header from the Office of Connecticut Attorney General William Tong which is dated March 24th sees 12 Attorney Generals Asking to have those whose viewpoints which are considered wrong or misleading be silenced by leftist big tech Yeah Well, I could have told you they were gonna do this. They're gonna do anything to silence us They're trying to silence us on the truth about gun violence. It's not the gun. It's the person They're gonna silence us on the vaccine Even though all, all these doctors are coming out saying the vaccine is not good for us. We should not be taking it Not until it's been proven and tested and verified. Especially when you have things like hydroxychloroquine, divermectin, mix those with zinc, boom, you're cured. And they have a lot more uses than just coronavirus, cold, flu, they have many uses. But, you know, they don't wanna say that. They don't want you to know that. Well, so they're gonna silence you. They're going to tell you to shut up and deal with it. That's what they're good at. That's all they know how to do. Because they don't have an argument to contend with you. They never have. Their argument is mute. They don't have one. They've tried, and they never win. So let's get back into this. Let's see what they have to say. What lies they're willing to spread. And it's pretty bad what they're saying because it's blatant lies if you talk to a real doctor. As Attorney General is committed to protecting the safety and well-being of the residents of our states, lie. We write to express our concern about the use of your platforms to spread fraudulent information, lie, about coronavirus vaccines and to seek your cooperation in cur- curtailing the dissemination of such information. Make the people shut up. The letter opened. The people and groups spreading falsehoods, actually truths, and misleading Americans telling the truth to Americans about the safety of coronavirus vaccines are threatening the health of our communities. No, you've threatened the health of your communities by mask mandates, by social distancing. Let's get back into it. Slowing progress in getting our residents protected from the virus and undermining economic recovery in our states. No, y'all decided to shut down your state. You decided to mask your citizens. You decided to mask children in school. My little boy has a cough that has not gone away since the beginning of the school year because they make him wear this stupid mask. Please, why are we putting masks on our children? We shouldn't be. But I digress. The AGs then argued that with vaccines now widely available, the end of the coronavirus pandemic is in sight. Okay, I'm going to fill you in on something about these vaccines. They are not meant to stop coronavirus. They are meant to dampen the symptoms. Talk to a real doctor and find out the truth. That's what I'm asking you to do. Because we are seeing blatant lies from these attorney generals because they don't know the science. They don't understand science. They care about an agenda. They care about keeping you in chains. Keeping you locked up and telling you to shut up. That's what they care about. This is part of the uphill battle we are having to fight right now. These people lying to us because they want their way and they're kicking and screaming about it with no real evidence to prove what they're saying. I have seen the evidence to prove what I'm saying. I have witnessed the evidence firsthand as my wife was put in the hospital with bacterial pneumonia from being forced to wear the freaking face diaper all day long at work because the hospital she works for forces her to. The reason doctors and nurses wear masks and surgeries is not to keep you from getting a virus. It's to keep from getting saliva in your wound. So people, please wake up. Please. You see how much they are willing to lie to you right here. These eternal generals have no spine. They have no moral conscience. They don't understand the truth. If it hit them with a freaking 2x4 across the face multiple times, they would not know it. They just want you to back down and quit fighting this battle. It's an uphill battle, and they know they are losing it. They know that we're getting the cover we need. So please, people, pay attention. Wake up. Seek out the truth. Look for doctors that are willing to tell you that, yes, we tried this, this, and this. This is what worked. We looked at the data on this, this, and this. This is what worked. Because think about it. What do you breathe out of your mouth all day? Bacteria. Well, if you're breathing that into a mask, what are you sucking in all day? Bacteria. Where does the bacteria go to? Your lungs. What happens when too much bacteria gets in your lungs? Oh, you have a bacterial infection. So, let's use a little common sense. Should we have these masks on? No, we should not. So now let's look at these vaccines. Have they been approved by the FDA for use outside of emergency use? No. Are there therapeutics that we can use to take care of this virus? Yes. So why do we need a vaccine if we have therapeutics? Well, maybe because they're suppressing the therapeutics so they can push the vaccine and push their little new world order. Are you thinking about this clearly? Do you understand what I'm telling you? This has been part of the plan since the early 30s. This has been part of their plan for a long time. They want us under their thumb, we are their slaves, we are their cattle, we are livestock to them. That's how these elites think. They think they're better than us. So, they have to do things to manipulate us, such as coronavirus, non-stop coverage, then having attorney generals write a letter like this and it get out in the news. That's what they do. They use fear. Fear dominates everything with them. That's how they control you. Yes, it's true. If you haven't noticed, they've probably got you scared this past year. You submitted to their authority. I fought it as much as I could, but, you know, I have to keep my job. I have to take care of my family, so I did do the little bit and complain about it the whole entire time. People wake up, understand what's really going on, now let's get into another story. There's another part of this never-ending uphill battle right here. The Supreme Court rules in favor of illegal alien over a single word technicality. What kind of bizarre world are we living in? Wow. This cannot be good. We are now going to let illegal aliens run all over us. So here's the article right here. It's on the Western Journal. On Thursday, the Supreme Court ruled in favor of an illegal alien in a deport- deportation case based on a single word in federal law. Federal immigration law states that an illegal alien may be eligible for discretionary relief if, among other things, they can establish establish their continuous presence in the country for at least 10 years. However, the stop time rule provides that the period of continuous presence shall be deemed to end when the alien is served a notice to appear in a removal proceeding. The court ultimately determined that the written notice must include the charges against the alien and the time and place at which removal proceedings will be held. A notice that omits any of this statutorily acquired information does not trigger the stop time rule. Geez, they used every trick in the book on this one it looks like. This is sad. We can't even have law and order from the highest court in the land, but we should have known that. Let's continue with this article. And forgive me if I get this person's name wrong, the illegal alien that was here. Augusto Ni Chavez entered the U.S. illegally in 2005. He currently resides in Michigan with his family, according to Reuters. Fox News reported that in March 2013, Ni Chavez received a notice which listed the charges against him. And a second notice in May 2013, which provided the time and place of his hearing. The government's case against Niz Chavez makes the claim that because the two documents collectively specified all statutorily required information for a notice to appear, his continuous presence in the country stopped when he was served with a second document. The Supreme Court, however, did not see it that way and ruled Niz Chavez's favor by a six to three vote the conservative justice were split on the decision neil garouche clarence thomas wow i don't even want to get into this because clarence thomas betrayed us i'm surprised that brett Kavanaugh and justice john roberts didn't i knew alito would stand strong he always does but to have clarence thomas i guess clarence thomas got tired of being picked on i don't know i'm not him but wow to you the the dude got they served it in two pieces of paper he still got it but yeah this is just wrong It's wrong they found a loophole so they would not have to serve this man a deportation sentence so that Joe Biden wouldn't go after them maybe they're being maybe they're afraid of being murdered in their sleep like the last few justices were maybe that's their problem Wow do you see the uphill battle I mean we can't even trust Clarence Thomas anymore that's how bad this uphill battle has gotten we've got missiles going overhead hoping they don't hit us it's time we stand up let the holy spirit take over and drive the tank and we fire the the rockets back at them we fire the anti-missile defenses back at them I mean come on this is how bad it's getting This uphill battle is getting out of hand, seriously, out of hand. We have to have courage, we have to stand together, I mean, even as the church we need to stand together. We need to throw our doctrines out the window and follow what the Bible says and have the Holy Spirit be our doctrine and not all these man-made doctrines. That would solve a whole bunch of these issues because one church is telling you you can't do one thing while another is telling you you can't do another. I mean, this is just getting out of hand. The warfare is getting crazy out here. The spiritual warfare. This well, this is, oh man, I can only imagine how many people are upset at the Supreme Court now. I mean, I don't even know what to say. Clarence Thomas isn't even standing up anymore. Hopefully Alito keeps his backbone. Hopefully Alito isn't targeted. Wow. Let's pray for Justice Samuelito. He seems to be the only one that has backbone anymore. And here's some more bizarro world stuff. Tim Scott, I love the man. He he is a conservative. Black man a conservative. I could care less about his skin color. He has character. Well, he was being called Uncle Tim last night. For his dissent against the loser in chief. Seriously. That is how twisted and evil these people are getting. They will call a man, Uncle Tim, because they don't like it. And y'all need to read Uncle Tom if you haven't, or at least watch the the documentary on it. Just read it, it's a good thing. The documentary's awesome. Has some great, great conservative people in there. Alan West is one of them. I love Alan West. He doesn't hold, hold back. He's willing to throw the punches that we need need thrown and he lands them. But here's the article right here. Right here. Uncle Tim trended for hours after Tim Scott's response to Biden's speech. Twitter finally stepped in to block it. They let it happen for hours and they did it on purpose. S- Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina delivered the P- Republican Party's response to President Joe Biden's joint addressed to Congress on Wednesday night and it was apparently so effective that it forced Twitter to later stop a racist phrase from trending. Scott sum- summarily dismantled the leftist agenda pushed in Biden's first 100 days in office. He particularly hit the Democrats hard over their b- bizarre fixation on injecting race into every issue. The Senator also slammed Biden and Democrats over their lack of bipartisanship, their plans for more spending, and their efforts to pack the Supreme Court with radical judges. Scott, at one point, shared some of his own personal experiences with discrimination. Nowhere do we need common ground more desperately than our discussions of race, he said. I've experienced the pain of discrimination. I know what it feels like to be pulled over for no reason. To be followed around a store while I'm shopping. I remember every morning at the kitchen table my grandfather would open the newspaper and read read it, I thought. But later I realized he had never learned to read it. He just wanted to set the right example. I've also experienced a different kind of intolerance. I get called Uncle Tom and the N-word by progressives. Let's just get that word correct. Communist Democrats. That's what he should have written. The Democrats. By liberals. Just last week a national newspaper suggested my family's poverty was actually privileged because a relative owned land generations before my time. That was a reference to a fact check about Scott's family history last week in the Washington Post. Scott later, in no uncertain terms, said, America is not a racist country. Yes, we are not a racist country. The Democrats want to be a racist country. They have to divide us. They have to pull the Karl Marx, Saul playbook out and play it to the T. They want us divided. They will divide and dissect us any way they can just to keep their power, people. Do you not understand this? They will use race, money, what type of job you have. I mean, understand people, they'll use what church you're in. They don't care. They'll use anything to divide you. Leftists apparently in order to prove him wrong resorted to racist mudslinging on the cesspool that calls itself Twitter. Scott was referred to as Uncle Tim so many times that the phrase started trending on the platform. This is just sad, it should have never happened. It should have never happened, really. Why? Why would they do this to him? He was expressing his opinion. You should not have racist comments on a man for expressing his opinion. Wow. These people should be ashamed of themselves. It took hours for Twitter to stop it. Hours. If I were Tim Scott. I would sue Twitter. I would sue the heck out of them. There's no reason for that. This is the uphill battle we have to face, and we're going to have to face it more and more and harder and harder, and they're going to attack us harder and harder. Do you understand this? This isn't some little, oh look, we lost the election, we can go back in four years and try to win it again, no. This is, we take over our cities, we take over our school districts. We take over everything and we push them out. And then once we take over everything, we have to do it before 2022 so that the election isn't stolen in 2022. And when that happens, we throw them all in prison for treason. We throw them all in prison and hopefully someone has enough guts, enough courage, that once the House is taken back by the Republicans, they call Donald Trump and say, hey, Why don't you become the Speaker of the House? Let him be the Speaker of the House and impeach this regime. The entire regime. The entire Communist regime. That's what needs to happen. That's what I would do. And I wouldn't care. I would do it and I'd do it in a heartbeat. That would be my plan. Let's win the House in such a convincing fashion That we walk in there, we say, Donald Trump, you're the Speaker of the House. Our first order of business is the impeachment of Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and their whole regime. That is our first order of business, sir. We also need to win the Senate by at least 60 to 70 members. Have 60 to 70 members in there. So the trial goes speedily, and they're out in no time. That's what needs to happen. We can't wait till 2024. We cannot wait until then. If we can't put Donald Trump in there, then get the next best thing. Someone like the young man from North Carolina who isn't afraid of these punks. Come on. We have to stand together. We have to put together a game plan, not to just take it back in 2024 and 2022, to take it back now. To punch them in the face and give them a black eye they will never forget. We take our country back today. We don't wait for Q. We don't wait for the military. We do it ourselves. We are the people. We own the government. They don't own us. So stand up. Understand what the Constitution says. We're in a battle of dark and light. The light needs to win. So stand up. Fight for it. Let the Holy Spirit do His job. Quit hampering Him. He wants to help us. He really does. God wants us to do what we need to do to knock the devil out of the ballpark and keep him out. To knock the devil off the playing field, the battlefield. But we have to do our part to help God to take out these elitist and global scum. Do you understand that? Do you? Are you waking up to what's really going on here? They're doing everything in their power and rushing it so hard that if we don't stop it now, we will never stop it. We can't stop it in 2022. We can't stop it in 2024. We stop it now. That means if you're in Arizona and you're afraid that the people doing the audit will get hurt, protect them. Do what you have to do. Do it legally. But yeah, we fight now. We fight this uphill battle, we go to war with these people, and we don't back down. That's been our problem for the past 100 years, 150 years. We've backed down. We don't do that anymore. We stand up, we punch him in the face, and we punch him again. We've taken, we've turned the other cheek. We don't turn the other cheek anymore. We've turned it too many times, and they've been hitting us in the ribs and the gut. It's time to knock him down. To take him down. Knock him out. Take him off the game. Take him off the board. That's where we're at. No more playing around with these people. No more negotiating and only getting 10% of what we want while they get 90%. No more of that. We fight the battle to win it, not lose it. So we don't negotiate with terrorists. With people that commit treason to get their way. with People willing to kick and scream to beat you. To brainwash people. And to believe in what they want, so they'll take a vaccine that's going to hurt people that are vaccinated and unvaccinated because of the way they designed it. They do these things on purpose. They do them under the authority of the devil, and they do them on purpose to hurt us. They want control. They believe that they're going to live forever if they do this. Trust me, that's their game plan. That's what they believe that's all they want is control and power and immortality well we need to take it all away from them we need to fight the uphill battle and don't worry about the battle wounds we get in the, on the process the battle wounds make great scars for great stories along the way so stand up let's get this done you know I don't want to end on a negative note So we're going to get into some good news, because we always need to end with good news. The best news we know is Jesus Christ died for our sins, and he fulfilled prophecies in multiple religions, if you actually look at it. I know he fulfilled them in Judaism and Hinduism. So let's get into some good news and round this thing out the right way. So here's a great one you know everyone wants to just talk mess on cops don't talk mess on cops because here's a great story compassionate cops replace a beloved tractor for four-year-old after it's stolen there's a video this is off the good news network this is the heartwarming moment a group of police officers surprises a boy with a little tractor after thieves stole his favorite toy four-year-old Gerald Philbrook was delighted when big hearted cops gave him a brand new replica of John Deere. Police swung into action after Patrol Sergeant Andrew Brooks read Gerald's dad's Facebook post explaining how his cherished old tractor had been stolen. Peter Philbrook wrote in in the post how he and Gerald had found the toy and bonded while repairing it, so the tractor held great sentimental value. After an unsuccessful search, Sergeant Brooks, with some assistance from a local Walmart, and the Tempe Officers Association purchased the toy for Gerald. Brooks was so overcome with emotion, when the time finally came to give Gerald the new tractor, he started tearing up. Once he collected himself, Brooks presented Gerald with a personalized license plate for his tractor, as well as a peace sign bumper sticker. On receiving a special gift, Gerald replied, this is actually cooler than the other one. See, they want to harp on all these cops for doing their job the right way because they don't like them doing it the right way, but look at what the, what just happened here. A good-hearted cop did a good thing. Yeah, it was a toy. The kid could have lived without it, but let's look at it. It changed that kid's perspective on cops if he had a bad one. That's great news. That's what we need to be doing. Changing perspective. Changing the negative perspective to positive. We gotta keep a positive perspective, otherwise we're no better than them. We're no better than the enemy. If we stay negative, then we will always be negative and we'll have a negative outcome. That's why I like to read these good news stories, because that shows positive outcome. Positive things can happen. We just have to push for them. We have to make them happen that's that's what we have to do we can't sit here and be be negative we need to find ways to be positive to put a positive spin on the world with all the negative and evil out there so let's look at this next good news story this is a touching story right here this is off of Fox News because for some reason Good News Network and Western Journal really haven't had that many stories lately What's going on, people? What's going on? Why, aren't, why don't you got the good news stories going like you normally do? Father-daughter duo create YouTube channel empowering children with special needs. Our vision is to bring awareness and promote a culture of acceptance. Four years ago, Miguel Figueroa tried to push his now 13-year-old daughter, Alania, to start her own YouTube channel, similar to the one she adored so much response left him at a loss for words. She said she couldn't do it because she had autism. Miguel told Fox News as a parent it kind of broke my heart because it was the last thing I was expecting her to say. Knowing this he transformed his man cave into what would become the Toy Quest 101, a YouTube channel dedicated to reviewing pop culture while also empowering other children like Elania Fuera achieve their goals despite what obstacles they may face. Our vision is to bring awareness and promote a culture of acceptance where all kids with autism and special needs can be empowered to do what they set their mind to. The YouTube channel description reads, exactly let's quit telling people they can't do something and empower them to let them know they can. I mean seriously that's what we need to be doing. We can't let people think they can't do something. Just because you're autistic or you have Down Syndrome doesn't mean you can't start a YouTube channel and be a hit. You can be the greatest hit ever. You never know. People might eat up what, you, what you're selling. So, yes, I completely agree with Amir. Give, empower them. Give, give them courage. Give them something that inspires them to help them move on, help them go forward. That's what we need to do right there. That's exactly how we need to handle this. Seriously, we have to be able to empower people. So thank you sir. Great job. I love it. In fact, I might get my little boy to look at your channel instead of these weird channels that teach him how to disobey his parents. So. Congratulations, you might have a new viewer here soon. I will look for ToyQuest101 on his YouTube and see if he likes it. I'm pretty sure my nephew already watches your channel, but I will find out. Well, that's all we got for tonight, folks. I hope y'all enjoyed the show. Y'all have a great day. Remember, every day's a great day. God bless. If you liked it, smash that like button and subscribe.